0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of You Talk Too Much. And today's topic is titled "I Am Woman, Lion's Roar: How Feminism Fails Us." So I've been meaning to do this episode for a while now, mainly because it's been a huge thing to happen to me in recent years. This idea of me walking away from a huge part of my identity, um, which is f- walking away from feminism. So I. I am a typical child of the 90s. I grew up in the 90s, born in the 80s, and back then. Feminism was a huge thing. I listened to um, artists such as Enlarge loved her music, of course, Destiny's Child, all the R&B artists were about, you know, the, the message in their music was about being stronger, independent. Uh, the celebrities that I looked up to, Oprah was huge back then, um, you know, preaching to us about um, being empowered in yourself, and of course, she never. Um, got married or had any children and also I was a huge fan of, I still am a huge fan of actresses like Angel Jolie um, Natalie Portman and a lot of like the politicians that I looked up to Helen Clark who was a former Prime Minister of New Zealand and even Hillary Clinton so yes the cultural atmosphere when I was growing up was all about strong independent women um Xena Warrior Princess I loved that tv show growing up loved Lucy Lawless as an actress too and there was just so many like I loved reading books that had strong female leads I still do and yeah just the cultural atmosphere when I was growing up was heavily about female empowerment um I also, um, in my family is I have a strong, typical, typically strong, um, feisty Tongan mother, um, people just often describe my Tongan, my um, ethnic culture as being quite matriarchal and, you know, the highest position in the family is a woman, so that's usually your father's elder sister, we call her a fahu, and she basically is the, um, the guest of honour at every family event. She even gets naming rights over her brother's children. Um, and I also come from a family of mostly girls. So um, for those of you who haven't heard my past episodes, I have five sisters and only one brother. So um, our household was very really female dominated growing up. So that yeah, helped shape for me my um, feminist identity. And so I've, I've recently walked away from this identity, mainly because uh, of a huge reason, is because of my faith. Uh, I have a strong faith in Jesus, and um, growing up, I thought it was compatible with my uh, Christian faith, this idea of feminism. Um, you know, Christianity, in my mind, was all about social justice, was all about writing the wrongs of the past um breaking down systems of oppression and to me patriarchy the idea of male dominance in society was huge um oppressive structure that i saw that needed to be dismantled and so um i saw you know jesus being kind of this revolutionary figure um back in the day when women had no rights he saw jesus you know really um Giving you know every interaction he had with a woman, he gave her value and dignity, and so um, yeah, I didn't see anything that really I didn't see feminism and my faith clash in any way. Uh, if you know anything about the church, you know these things like feminist theology, um, all about like this idea of of trying to. Uh, take away the 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 male oriented well my my for my understanding in the past like this male oriented lens that that christianity has um and yeah so for me in in the past I, i i saw my feminism as a part of my christianity this idea of you know standing up for women because that's what jesus did um uh, but but yes, but in recent times, I've decided that that feminism and my faith, my Christian faith, they're not compatible. Um, mainly because I've come to understand that feminism—it's a narrative, right? It's this whole—it's um, a lens through which you see reality, where you see um, everything is a is a fight between the sexes and woman historically have been oppressed, which is true, you know, but it's just like your whole, my my understanding of my feminism was like part of my purpose in life was to kind of um, dismantle the patriarchy whatever it is <laughs> well, it's, I just saw every interaction with the male as kind of like a potential battlefield um, and that kind of like you know, so I believed slogans like, believe a woman Um, and um, you know the gender pay gap I believe those things uh, to be true instead of like really looking at them in objective ways like how can you believe a woman when some women lie (laughs) Like, and you know um, is the gender pay gap is that really because employers are sexist or is it because women and men make different choices Based on their biology Like the fact that women Actually have to give birth And be you know Do a lot of the child rearing So but in my mind It was just down to yeah Like it was down to That everything that happened Between men and women um, Where where, um, there was like Negative outcomes for women was based on sexism And yeah so I So that's what I so in my mind that's what feminism stood for Is that part of your purpose as a feminist Is to um, Empower women Which is a good thing But it's also to fight men in a way And Just a couple of years ago I realised like That My worldview is A person of faith It can't um, It can't incorporate This idea that all men are bad, (laughs) and all women are good, um, mainly because that's untrue, like, we're all human, and everyone has potential for good and bad, um, no matter what gender they, they are, so, um, yeah, so that was a huge reason, was my faith, another reason why I walked away from feminism is because, Um, For me, I just saw, you know, um, I believe that women were all part of a sisterhood, like a worldwide sisterhood. And then I don't know if you guys know much about this whole gender ideology. Um, I've always been, I've always, because growing up, I kind of, I don't, I'm not really a girly girl. And so I kind of fought my femininity growing up. Um, I wasn't a tomboy so much is like, I was just like, I don't know, in between a tomboy and a an emo growing up. And I never really, like, I kind of fought against anything female because I just didn't really identify with femininity growing up. Um, I didn't like pink. I don't like dresses. I still don't. I, um, I you know, I don't like... Um, like girly things, I, f- I find it kind of annoying, a lot of girly things, I, I've drew, yeah, just how I carry myself, um, I kind of, like carry, yeah, like I just have a lot of traits that people would deem masculine, in terms of like, I like, well, someone said I like to fight. I don't think I like to fight, like at least not physically. I like you can you just tell that I'd lose any fight, physical fight I get into. But yeah, people said that, like I do like debating and I think people say that's a masculine thing. Yeah, so anyway, um, growing up I didn't really identify with a lot of feminine things and so... Yeah I kind of bought into this idea that Women are like you know it's bad To be feminine And that You know it's better to like Men had it like It's almost like Yeah like it would be better To be a guy because you don't have to Deal with weakness you don't have to worry about Walking by yourself At night Um, You don't have to worry about being treated Like a sex object so in my mind I kind of Kind of rejected my identity as a woman growing up, and and then as I grew, especially in my faith, I came to accept um, a lot of things about myself, especially the things that I found hard to um, identify with growing up, and part of that was my womanhood. I, you know, I think in my twenties I finally started to think like it actually it's a real blessing to be a woman. To um, it's a good thing to. I think it's also my feminism too came into that, it's, which is weird, right? Um, this yeah. So my feminism kind of played like I kind of the way that I interpreted my feminism, uh, feminism, in general was that um, you kind of saw like motherhood and being a wife as as negative things, you kind of fought against these things, because saw them is weak, being weak, like to, so I, growing up, I didn't like, I never dreamed of a wedding growing up, <laughs> like I never dreamed of like, you know, wearing, a being like, pretty in a white dress, like I didn't I just, fit, I thought if you dreamed about that kind of stuff you're kind of like weak, like it's kind of loser of you to do that and yeah like for me um and it was only you know in my 20s that I came to like really embrace being a woman and 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 understanding that I didn't need to like pink stuff to be a woman like I was a woman anyway and that it's a beautiful thing to be able to be a wife and a mother one day um And then like, yeah, and then in recent years, I came to understand this whole idea of um, gender ideology that you basically, um, your body doesn't have anything to do with what gender you identify with. It's basically like your preferences. This is like my very, like, sorry to those of you who know a bit more about this whole gender ideology, but in my understanding of it, it's like your preferences determine whether you're a woman or not, rather than your biology. And I had spent all that time up to my twenties, like, you know, and my understanding was like, it doesn't matter what I preferred. I was a woman anyway because I am in a body of a woman. Like, I have the potential to become a mother, you know, one day. And um, so, when I found out about gender ideology, I was like, no, that's that's wrong, like. Um, women should fight against it and then I studied it and realized that it's feminist philosophy that came up with that concept um because if you understand feminism in its history it's basically a lot of it like it started off real good um and I think like in the you know in its beginnings is it good like Um, Before it became known as feminism Like this whole idea of um, women fighting for the vote Women fighting for the right to work And to provide for themselves and their families Like that was before Like in those olden days When women were starting to do that um, It wasn't really known as feminism It was more known as just like people Wanting equal rights, you know, you happened to be um, woman, and then when it became more formalized, um, the, especially academically, the philosophy of feminism was all about um, was deeply rooted in like um okay, and just stay with me now. It's gonna get sort of a, like a rabbit hole, but like if you uh, if you really study uh, feminist. Uh, wow. history you understand that um, you come to know that um, your feminist philosophy is when it became formalized is very much rooted in this idea of um, understanding their you know history human history and human society as being the struggle of power and um, feminist Philosophy states that it's about the, the a lot of the problems you have in society, especially between um, men and women, are rooted in, in this imbalance of power between men and women, uh, mainly because men have had all the power through this um, idea uh, through the um, concept of the patriarchy, right? And so, um, yeah, so the um, so it's, it's always about like that that power struggle and then feminist philosophy took uh, you know we further with the idea and said uh, because like you know even if you look at um, one of the big um influential thinkers of um uh back in the day which the, especially the guy called Karl Marx he kind of um was about Fighting the power structure based on class systems so like the um, rich versus the poor and he kind of said you know to um, get rid of um, the power struggle you kind of had to destroy the nuclear family so that involves like women need to stop you know um, getting married and and becoming mothers um, because that keeps them oppressed in the house because it keeps them like the women are just property of their husbands, and then um, you know they they um, they give, become you know submissive to even like to every male relative. So um, Karl Marx said that women need to to um, reject tr- the traditions of 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 marriage and family, and so. Um, Feminist um, philosophy um, Went with that idea And um, Kind of said you know um, Women don't need to act traditionally uh, It doesn't it, There's like a, a um, We don't you know we aren't defined by our, our ability to become Mothers basically by our Reproductive anatomy That's what feminist Feminist philosophy said And so uh, woman, feminists Sorry, took the idea Of um, Women are kind of Detached from their biological Function to Now um, it's kind of Evolved into this whole concept Of gender ideology where it's we see in society where people like can totally detach themselves from their biological reality, and now biological sex, i.e., gender, is tied more into your own like perception of yourself rather than rooted in anything to do with your biology. And I totally like when I came to understand this whole movement of gender ideology, I was like, no, that's 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 dangerous for women, um, because. You know, if if anyone can just say they're a woman, then how safe a woman-only space is gonna be? Especially if you think about the prisons, where you have a lot of vulnerable women, um, especially from um, you know brown and black communities. And then you just have someone who is that doesn't, yeah, their whole biology is to, is of the opposite sex, and but just because their own perception. Is that they're women That they can just go into those um, Single sex spaces and, and even sport we see that So when um, Gender ideology um, Started to be implemented into law Where people started Where the governments around the world Started saying that your Biological sex doesn't matter It's your gender identity that matters I knew that that's something that feminists should stand Against but To my shock a lot of feminists Were kind of were Supporting it because it's all part of You know the Fight against the oppression Um this fight Yeah which is now like the oppression Of your I know, Biological body Um and, and a lot of Feminist organisations support it Although there were like a minority Of feminists who were, had the same um, thinking as I did which is that this is going to be you know it's going to hurt women and girls um, also because of the girls who had the same who in modern times have the same feelings about their um, about the gender that I did growing up as a teenager like they're vulnerable to thinking that they actually you know there's something wrong with their, their bodies um, and doing things that can medically change them for the rest of their lives so we see that happening now and I knew that was going to happen a couple of years ago and when I saw that uh, that major feminist organisations were not fighting against this um, mainly because feminist uh, philosophy helped uh, create this one, this whole movement um, yeah I was just like okay I'm going to get off this boat now <laughs> And it's not like something that happened instantly. This walking away from feminism, it's something that's been chipping away at my mind throughout the years. As I've um, realized, I had to, I had like, I finally got to a point um, when I when I left feminism that I was just like, I can't turn a blind eye anymore to so many of the things that don't make sense to me. And it's been the one of the it's been one of the best things that I've ever done in my whole life. Is this letting go of this feminist identity that um at the end of the day can't um be a part of my worldview based on my faith and also can't be a part of my worldview based on my desire to be a good person um yeah and it's totally changed my life because i mean one thing i'm finally and like uh i'm yeah like i finally like stop fighting (laughs) all the time and stop seeing every interaction with a guy as a potential you know um battle because in my mind i'm always like uh, in my past i'm always like are you you know if any sort of um If I got any sort of idea that a guy I was interacting with was trying to, in my mind, was trying to dominate me, I was ready to fight him. And now I'm just like, you know, I'm so free now. Like, I'm much more understanding. I choose my battles and... I find myself much more happier um, I think another reason why I walked away from feminism Is because I realised Coming from a marginalised ethnic group That women and men in my community need to work together In order to help our community um, move forward and I, and I think because if you understand the whole idea of critical theory Which is basically um, what feminism belongs to On top of a lot of other social justice movements um, they yeah it's just um, they kind of like try and all band together and it's called intersectionality where um, you know it, you look at society as a hierarchy of oppression and you know the person at the top is White straight male and Everyone else is below him in status So his, his Like there's kind of like this hierarchy of Like a ladder of, of Oppression And Um Yeah so you're all meant to like If you belong to a Oppressed minority you're all meant to band together To like you know fight Those with more privilege And I you know recently came to realize especially as i walked away from feminism is that um, feminism is run by the concerns and um the, the is heard most of the, the voices that are heard mostly in the feminist movement are white women and if you um look in history like if their voices are going to dominate the social justice movement If you look in history like they benefited from colonialism And You know It's kind of like This whole idea of intersectionality Is the reason why um, a, a woman White woman Kind of feel confident to speak on um, Issues of racism Because of this whole intersectionality And the fact is Like it's just stupid to have intersectionality Because all the minority groups And I spoke about this in the, in the past podcast Like all minority views Have different needs and wants And I think for marginalized ethnic groups We actually need Strong families to move forward And it's, that's very unpopular um, to say but it's the truth Mainly because of when I look at South Auckland the, areas that I, the area that I come from That's seen as a disadvantaged Area in New Zealand The families that I'm making are moving forward Are the families who have um, a sh- You know strong A strong nuclear um, Family structure And so Yeah like me Walking away from feminism has just Made things so much easier because That's what I know to be true Is I don't need to Kind of think about Yeah, the needs of other groups Who, in my mind They're more privileged (laughs) Like you can just focus on like Marginalised ethnic groups Because at the end of the day It's their men Who, it's our men Who are disadvantaged The most in society You know, the ones who have These voices are the least heard It's um, our women that are Um that, that hurt the most from feminism because we don't like we're going to be the last in line if we're a difficult woman on top of everything else like men are not going to want to be with us um we don't have like any Eurocentric you know bloodline to offer um anybody um yeah there's like we just are just like making things harder for ourselves when we take on feminism um Uh, Yeah, so I think what I'd like to end off this podcast saying is that really, really think for yourself and don't be afraid to think deeply about things because that's what led me to um, leave feminism is that I finally allowed myself to think deeply about issues and study it like the whole idea of the pay gap. You know, in my mind, society is sexist. That's why there's a pay gap. And then I remember reading this book by... um, a psychologist, and he studied, um, that is, I think, a society, like, countries like Sweden, where there's, like, you know, they really push the, um, equality, um, idea between the sexes, like, women, uh, uh, there's a quote of, 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 that, of, um, for every single kind of industry, where women, for women, in every single kind of industry and they're finding that women were still choosing to um you know go into other areas where um like nursing and teaching where they traditionally were, were anyway and and they don't know why and then he was just saying because women they just make choice different choices to men and there's like nothing the government that can do that can even out for both the sexes and that makes sense to me i mean um that's what doesn't uh, doesn't make that that's what uh, um doesn't make sense to me is this idea that feminism is kind of like tied into anti-capitalism and you know the whole idea that um capitalism is tied to patriarchy so you kind of fight it right As feminist um you kind of you know that um say so you kind of live by the the idea that um, people's greed for money kind of drives a lot of the social ills that we experience today And, and but then uh, as women we're told by feminists that we need to um, judge our um, how well we're doing based on our salary which doesn't make sense to me because it's like either money's evil or it's good <laughs> Like, um, to me it's just like it's one or the other like you can't say money's evil and that's what makes everyone greedy and makes women suffer but then woman you need to go and like base your existence on your pay packet um, you know don't get married don't have children because that t- you know that will mean that you don't get to work <laughs> and that doesn't make sense to me so you know recently I've come to realize how great it is for that when women choose to get married and have children um because those things are priceless uh you know a career is good but it's also like it consumes your life and and for me personally I love children so I always have have had this idea that my life wasn't going to revolve around my career um but yeah, lots of modern women, they're kind of brainwashed into thinking, um, you know, that the value of their life is ba- based on their, their salary, and I think that's really sad, because yeah, like, your salary isn't gonna... Like, I, I recently watched this video where it's a guy was saying, like, women are being told that... It's empowering to work for your boss, who's a dude, but it's oppression to like, you know, be married to a man and look after your kids. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like that. Does that that's true? And yeah, so I think like one of yeah, one of the best things about working away from feminism is I've been able to just sit back now. And take a good hard look at reality and really determine for myself what I believe rather than go through, um, just go in with the narrative that feminism has brainwashed me into thinking about everything and everyone. And it just made me a lot more free, a lot more lighter, a lot more in tune with my spirit and I encourage everybody to just really think about what you believe in and really um, don't be afraid to, to ask questions and really wrestle with um, what you know to be true because yeah there's nothing better than feeling free and just being um, you know not to be so uh, um, determined to, to s- to st- stay in a certain place because it's all you're ever known. Um, to really, yeah, getting like get your hands dirty with, you know, with through, through like reading widely and speaking to different people and ex- you know going out there and experiencing different things because you only have one life to live and you want to make sure that there's, I don't know, for me I was just like, I don't want to if there's something that makes that I fear I, I, I face it and so like, at the point when I was um, well, you know, gonna leave feminism I was really petrified because that's all I ever knew and I, and I was worried about you going to judge me and all that but then when I faced it I was like, it's not that bad Like, like, it's not that bad like actually saying yeah you know my past worldview was wrong and just changing my mind like it's not that bad but it feels when your identity is so wrapped up in something it does feel like it's a curious like because you can't do it too scary but then when you do it it's like oh that wasn't that bad but anyway yeah so that's my episode for today i hope you enjoyed it and please join me for my next episode of you talk too much Talk, talk, talk.